In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Has anyone here ever felt pressed for time? (laughs) You ever felt like there wasn't enough time in the day? Have you ever taken your to-do list and put it side by side with your schedule and realized that those two things were just not going to line up? Right? You've been there? It's a common experience, isn't it? And not just common, for many of us, I think that it's one of the driving factors of our daily lives. We are so busy. And this time of year, it's really when it starts to all kick off into full gear, isn't it? You've got the kids back in school, and they have their sports and extracurricular activities starting uh, the holidays really aren't that far away anymore. You might have to start thinking about that. And then the church starts its program year, the nerve. (laughs) Bible studies and choir practice. All of these things, and there simply isn't enough time for all of it, is there? Well, sadly, I can't fix that for you. I don't know how to solve all of our time issues. I'm living them myself. But as I listen to our reading from Exodus this morning, I'm really fascinated by the role time plays in this story. And I think that there's something that we can learn from it. In today's passage, an event so big takes place that it changes the very way the Israelites experienced time. An event so big, the exodus, that it changed their calendar. The passage says, this month, right now, shall now mark the beginning of months. This day, right now, shall be a day of remembrance for you. You shall celebrate it as a festival to the Lord. Throughout your generations, you shall observe it as a perpetual ordinance. I love that word, perpetual. In Hebrew, it's olam, which can mean eternity or everlasting or long-term time. And I love how it's used here in this passage Because here we see a month, a day, a single moment become olam, become eternity. In this story, time sort of folds over onto itself so that a single moment somehow lasts for generations. A single moment has eternal significance because of its part in telling the story of God. Which in the Hebrew mind is what time is. Time is the ongoing story of God and each moment, and especially this moment in Scripture, is shaped by the telling of the story of God and God's people. Time is storytelling. 
Now, that's a hard concept, I think, for us to grasp. Because in our modern Western minds, which have inevitably been steeped by the economics of our culture, of capitalism, that's not really how we see time. We see time as something something in a wallet or a bank account. We see time as something that we exchange for things that bring us value. Which you might not even realize that. You may have not thought about that before. But if you take a moment and think about the language we use to talk about time, some of the phrases we use, then then you might see it. For example, I'm going to spend my time with a friend. That event is not worth my time. What are you going to do with your free time? Do you have any spare time? Can you lend me some of your time? My time is valuable. What a waste of time. Perhaps that will buy us some time. Time is money. Have you heard these phrases before? Have you used these phrases before? For better or for worse, we see time as currency. And just as productivity is the measure of successful business, we are charged with the task of making the most of our time, and we feel pressure to make every moment count for something. It's got to be worth something for us. And perhaps that's where we get some of our anxiety around time management. We don't want to waste a moment. But that's not how the ancient Hebrew mind saw time. Rather than a bank account, time was storytelling. Time was the unfolding of the story of God. And our lives are characters and participants in that story. Every moment is pregnant with divine narrative. Now I wonder how we might experience time differently if we saw our moments as little chapters in God's story rather than currency that we spend. I wonder how we might experience time differently if we saw our days as part of the chronicle of God's love for us, for humanity, rather than a limited resource that we have to protect in order to maximize profit and value. We'd probably see things pretty differently, wouldn't we? And so today, I have just three little ways for us to shift our perception of time from bank account to divine storytelling. Three little ways that you can go about your busy season. It may not change how busy you are, but maybe it'll change the way you see or feel about the time that you are living. So number one, listen to God's story. Listen to God's story. Pay attention. Be present. Open your awareness to see how God is working in each moment of your life with divine love. Too often, 
we live our moments with our attention elsewhere, on the past or on the future, anywhere but the present. What's for dinner? Even now, where is your attention? But if we can slow down to pay attention to God's presence in the now, we will begin to sense the movement of God's story through eternity. But we have to listen for it. We have to listen to God's story. Second, we have to love God's story. If we listen to God's story of love for us, we'll inevitably begin to love God's story. It will become important to us. We always organize our time around that which we love, around that which is important to us. If you take a moment and think about your schedule, that tells you what you love, or at least what you believe to be important. And so if you fall in love with the story of God, then you'll start to naturally prioritize your time in such a way that it highlights that story. Love God's story. Number three, participate in God's story. Participate. There's lots of ways that we can participate in God's story, but by that I really mean to live liturgically. Just as the ancient Israelites organized their calendar around these divine stories, so we in the church have a liturgical calendar designed for us to live out and participate in the story of God through regular seasons and rhythms. So pay attention to the church season. Celebrate daily feast days. Mark your day with regular times for prayer. There are wonderful tools to help you do that. I can help you find them. But if you just observe the liturgical seasons of the church, you will find yourselves participating in these divine rhythms that really carry the story of God. So listen to God's story. Love God's story and participate in God's story. In our busy lives, time can be such a struggle to manage. It can be a frustration, a worry. But time can also be the media by which we experience the story of God's love for humanity. And if we simply shift our perspective, then maybe our fleeting moments can become for us eternal. They can become for us Olam. Amen.